This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, show. the show. So there's something about music when it touches your soul changes you, it alters your brain pattern and the frequencies that you give out to the world. And that's who DMX was to me personally. So, X-Dog, this is for you. Thank you for getting me through some of the darkest times in my life. And there will never be another you. Rest in peace, DMX. Fuck. Quit playing with that man. Vote. I listen to a lot of Mason Fab to kind of help me. Three. I'ma let Av go, but after after y'all done, I'ma kill both y'all argument. Two. Y'all still have more media. Your motherfucking MySpace was around. One. And we're back. It's your boy, Mike B. Neighborhood, neighborhood, the neighborhood therapist, as always. Coming to you live and proud. And it's episode 10 of the Black Man Mrs. Stood podcast season two. Mm-hmm. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are Neighborhood, how you feeling this week, bro? Marvelous. Um, we got a special guest that's been dying to be on here. Um, 75% of the way he's been praising us, 25% of the way he's been bashing us. So I'm eager ah. to hear what this man got to say. You know what I'm saying? Ah. We're here for all smoke. <laughs> hey, hey, you might have a couple of fire sessions today, I see. Hey, man, we, I'm, I'm with all, all of that. All of that. But, but before we get into that, let me aggravate the listeners as usual. Yo, Mike. Oh, God. Here we go. What's up? Real talk, bro. No BS. Uh, mm-hmm. I've known you for like 20 some years, right? That's like most of my life. Basically, yeah. Yo, what type of music do you listen to, fam? Other than Michael Jackson. I don't know. <laughs> like, for, like, no, like, no BS, bro. What do you listen to, bro? I don't know. Tell me. Brad, Brad that's funny. You, you never. All right. It's I, a wide range. When I'm in the car with you, we're talking, laughing, or cursing people out on the road. I've never heard you play music. You know what? That's that's factual. That is very factual at, at this point. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, what do you but listen to, be, to, dog? But to be honest with you, you know, I listen to everything, but I guess my go-to is, like you said, MJ for one. Mm-hmm. And I guess R&B. I swear that it's R and B, and it's probably people may not like my choices, but Chris Breezy, my boy, I play Chris Breezy a lot. 
Mm, okay. Let me see if you can run it, run it. All right, got you, got you. Now, when you say R&B, what decade yeah, are you man. talking about? I'm talking about the classic R&B. I don't and know then, what that means. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm talking about the 90s. You know, there's some 80s songs out there, too. But then you it has to be select individuals of today's music because not everyone's R&B is that true R&B feel that we have. You get what I'm saying? Copy. I like that. I'll let you make it. <laughs> so I want to talk to you, boy, uh, about your boy MJ, Michael Jackson. God, right, re- go God rest his soul. God rest his soul. MJ in the house. It's not really talking to you. I just want to make a statement. Mm-hmm. I want everybody in the world to stop disrespecting that man and put some respect on Michael Jackson's name. Okay, y'all need to go back and watch the smooth criminal video when he shot my man through the wall. Quit playing with that man. <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing with that man, bro. That man was a music genius, okay? Oh, we are, I already knew that. <laughs> so, so, all right, man. Who, you, you, you want to introduce the guest? You want me to introduce the guest? Or you want to let the guest go ahead and do his little fire session, man? Because he, you know, he, he over here, Tito Twato, he, he beasting, bro. He ready. Look, look, look. I'm going to just say this right quick. Music saved my life. That's the name of the episode, right? So we just gonna let him do his thing because the music saved his life. I'm guessing. Uh, I now introduce it to you. Let him tell his story. What's going on, everybody? You know, thank you for having me on your show, Mike B, neighborhood therapist, your boy Advocate Hope. Now we're gonna get right into it, Black Men Misunderstood podcast. Let's get it, man. You know. Hey. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. I'm going, I'm going straight for the juggler. You know what I mean? I'm not going to ask you about your life story quite yet because we're not concerned with that right now. Okay. Before we get there, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we got to ask the most important question of all time. Okay. Ah, uh, man. Okay. You ready? You ready? Right. What's everybody's favorite song of all time? Oh, mine's going to be Tupac Trap. Trap? Tupac Trap. Two- oh, Trap. Trap. Oh, 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 got a brother trapped. Okay, okay. All right. Oh. Why, why, why? Well, first of all, I mean, you can't keep the black man down. <laughs> right there and there. You know, right, right there. Right there. Can't you mad at that. <laughs> right there. Like, right. the song says it all. Like, you can't keep the black man down. And then what, what made that story so real was when that aired, he was in jail. He was getting his ass beat. <laughs> he went to jail. He won the lawsuit. But that's what made it real. That's what he made it even more real when the story came out. That's fair. So I like that answer. Mm-hmm. What's yours though, neighborhood therapist? Damn, bro. Mike's supposed to go next, my oh, G. I mean, oh, 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 man. Hold on, man. <laughs> like, he, he ready to fire off, man. He ready <laughs> sure. to fire off. But listen, since, since you put me on the shit, I told you I'm with the smoke. Okay. <laughs> Bobby Womack, if you think you're lonely now. Favorite song of all time. And I, I know the listeners are looking at the fucking <laughs> podcast, wherever you're at. And they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. The neighborhood therapist didn't say Pac. He didn't say Nas. <laughs> he didn't say J. Cole, Facts. Kendrick. He said Bobby Womack, Uncle Bobby. Yes. Bobby Listen, I'm not a toxic person, okay? I need y'all to understand I am, I am the furthest thing from toxic, okay? But, bro, I didn't been through some things in my life, okay? And when I get in my little feelings and my little groove, bro, mm-hmm. when it's cold outside, 
who are you holding? Listen, bro. Any woman that hear that, she know what time it is. You didn't messed up. And now I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. Okay, I'm about to do my <laughs> thing. If listen, if you think you're lonely, bro, listen, bro. Favorite song of all time. Do I really gotta explain? But I, I I need to go on record. I'm nothing like Bobby Womack. God rest his soul, but brother was toxic. He got some, some things with him, brother. <laughs> but this song was fire, bro. That's my favorite song of all time. What about you, Mike? I think most people can guess this one easily. Gotta go with Mike Jack. Gotta go with Mike J. It's my come on now. What's the all time? Listen now, nah, I'm gonna let's see if you can guess it because you know you you know me. It's the one song I can never sit down on, no matter where it comes on. Um, it's definitely not Thriller. It's um, damn, I just went blank, bro. Come on, come on, you know this. Come on, Mister Therapist. No, nah, I went blank, bro. Cause the only thing that stuck in my head is my favorite Michael Jackson song. That's why I'm sorry. Oh, what is that? Oh, of course, Human Nature. Same album. You you named the right album. You, you just could, not picking the right I, song. I, I remember us walking and talking about this though. It's school th- coming home from school thirteen. I just don't remember the song. It's Billie Jean, classic. Like you told me, her na- yes, 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 yes. Anytime, <laughs> anytime the song comes on, he jumps up, he grabs his nuts. And he does. Oh, look, oh, he does. You do. You do. Is it a lie? No. Is it a lie? No. All right. Tell me what a lie is. No, nah, but you have to say it like that, though. Kids, Michael Mike B. Doom, 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 doom. He gets up. Oh, he, he smiles. He gets this Kool Aid smile on his face. He jumps up. He grabs his nuts, and then he walks into the dance floor. Excuse me. He. What's the reverse of the moonwalk? I don't know. Whatever that is, you do that to the dance floor. <laughs> but we all know why dancing one. All right, the two, two, the song, the song set it off. Period. Like I watched the original video. I watched that nonstop. But then, of course, when I watched the Motown live performance, it was a rap. I was sold after that. No matter look, from watching the American Dream movie to actually going to look up and find the original video just to watch it. If if anyone knows me, I've watched that whole performance from start to finish, nonstop. I'll still probably watch it today, just to watch it. Okay, I'm not mad at that. I respect it. I respect all y'all answers. Y'all, y'all actually have some dope songs. I'm not mad at that. That's a good starting off segment. So yeah, man. now, Mr. Advocate, Woo! tell us who you are in this music industry and your story. All right. Well, Advocate is actually an acronym. So it's amazingly dope versus overcoming all treacherous events. Say that again. Say that again. Yeah, amazingly, say I'm sorry. Amazingly dope versus overcoming all treacherous events. So, you know, coming from where we come from, you know, it's always a story behind everybody. Right. So I wanted to advocate for that. It doesn't have to be necessarily the street. It could be hip hop music, it could be politics, it could be the regular person that's going through their struggle. So that's what Advocate represents. That's the that is the brand. That is the story of, of, of Advocate. You know, we're getting more a little bit more deeper, but that's that's basically what Advocate stands for. 
we can go, you know, a little further than that if you like. Absolutely, <laughs> you know? absolutely. So, you know, what made you get started in the music? How did you fall in love with it? How did you stick with it? Because so many people mm-hmm. say, you know, I want to be a rapper. I want to be an artist, mm-hmm. you know, and then they hit 40 and 50 and they still talking about, oh, I'm an up and coming artist. And then like, how do you avoid, I mean, I'm here for the shits, bro. I'm going to ask you real question. Yeah, that's great. How do you avoid, you know, that track? You know, how, how is it that you're any different? Um, well, first of all, it, I'm going to tell you how I got started. Um, we're going to go back into my first uh, question. You know, what was the first, what was my favorite song of all time? Right after that, played uh, Mason featuring 112, featuring Biggie, Only You. Everybody knows that. Come on, you want some Mason's the shit, right? On that one. The very next video on MTV Jams, the very next one was Nas, The Pride of the World. Mm. So right then and there, when I saw that, I said, that's what I want to do, right? Now, you know, for me, my brother is a musical talented guy. He went to Rosa Parks and all, all this other stuff. He's like that golden child. But I always was writing in my room. It was just poetry at first. It wasn't bars. It wasn't structured or anything like that. I learned to do that along the way. Mm-hmm. So, so what happened was at 11, pretty much what I did was every day I would go home and practice. And I wrote my first rap, like like a full rap in Miss Benson class. It was like I was in seventh grade. I remember. I remember who was there. It was my boy like Jason Gill sitting here. My other boy Sergio sitting here. And I was just just that was the first rap that I learned and then I did it right later you know what I'm saying because my brother would go to studio he had like studio people like you know Just Blaze is like mm. a, you know families related to Just Blaze your family yeah my, okay. my, my my cousin is related to Just Blaze okay yeah. Ah. yeah so so a lot of people always get mixed up with like uh they always get mixed up with like because he is a big family oh yeah fucked up but I don't really focus on that Cause I'm trying to be me and I, and I, and just going back to your question, that's kind of the hardest part mm-hmm. when you're trying to separate cause you're in your brother's shadow, no matter what you do, is there someone who has musical talent? You're in that shadow until you move out of it. So it was very, very tough. It was very, very tough at first, but when you start creating your name and things to keep going, you're like, damn, you did, you did more accolades. It doesn't come right away. But when you do more accolades, people go like, yo, be nice, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, and don't always look for your hood to give it to you. It comes from outside the hood, and then the cool. hood go, oh shit, like that's my competition. They will never mm-hmm. say it, but they'll like kind of like have people come see you. They'll like ask people certain things. I kind of laugh now because I'm just like, yo, you could just call me. <laughs> so you could have just talked to me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could have just talked to me. So, so, but to really answer your question, how I really got that's where it started, like 11 years old, where it started. So 2002, fabulous. How the back, youngin? Boop, boop. Like that shit was fire. Listen, like I'm telling you, I remember the whole. Dropping, dropping, dropping. Yo, yo, listen, real quick. Yo, listen, like <laughs> rolling, go through, see the stash and the dash, hold two heaters, like mm. him hopping over the the Brooklyn. Yo, yo, <laughs> the train station. That shit was fire. <laughs> like just seeing it, you're just like, damn, and. That's that's how it got started. I did a snowball into something great, and then later down the road, other people helped me out in that journey, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm and I'm listening to you, mm-hmm. but the biggest takeaway mm-hmm. I took from that is fabulous. And what I'm trying to tell you is, I'm just mad at fabulous because now I have a hard time spelling fabulous. 
because <laughs> now I have to do F A B O L O U S, and that's not how you spell fabulous. Exactly. You know what? And you know, a lot of people got that wrong. But he said in an interview, "Yo, it's not my job to tell you how to spell fabulous. It's your teacher's job, your English teacher's job." And that also helped me become a better songwriter. Actually, what what about that made you become a better songwriter? So, writing composition helps you structure everything better. It's a thought process when you do things, beginning, middle, and end, right? So, first verse, second verse, third verse. So, first verse is grab their attention, second verse is keep their attention, then you got to close it. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, songs are only two verses now. If that, one mm-hmm. verse and then a hook, and then you're done. And even within that one verse, which is tough, but even within this one verse, it's still a beginning, middle, and end. So writing composition actually helped with that as well. So so even being a rapper, see, people think that you rap, oh, I'm just going to rap a bunch of words. And Nah, there's a process to it. There's a process to everything, you know? And some people fall in love with, you know, I fell in love with the product. First, it was the music, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're always going to love music because then eventually, my man, turn this off. My mom be like, somebody who does music, you don't listen to music all the time, right? As I got older, and I was just like, yo, mom, make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I make music. I don't want to shut it off sometimes because then you're like, oh, this is a great idea. And then you go do it, and then it looks like you got to go do a sample. You got to pay sampling rights. And I, that's a whole other conversation. But, but that, even at that point, you don't want to listen to music all the time. That, that's you gotta get a break from it because you're gonna always love it. So you gotta find something else to fall in love with. Just going back to your point, I fall in love with the the, the process of writing from start to finish. You fall in love with it. As soon as the beat come on, like find the flow, find the pocket. This is what I want to say. Okay, what's the hook gonna be like? Because that's gonna bring everybody in, right? All right. So what do I want to end it like this? Do I want to start it like this? Do I want to put this verse here? Do I want to put this bar here? What do I want to do? You know, it's a, it's really not just like literally we could be English writing, writing teachers. We could literally be that if we want to be, you know, all most rappers, not all, but most, you know, so it's really a process. It really it's really an art to it. That's what that's what hip hop is. It's a, it's a culture. It's not. See, rapping is what we do. Hip hop is how we live. Mm. KRS-One. That's not me. <laughs> KRS-One. That's not me. I'm a, you know, I respect it. you know, what I mean, but. Dropping history bombs right now. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to take no credit for what the man said. Okay. I, I, I definitely respect it, man. Mike, how you feel about it? Yo, he's he just over here just spewing goodness out and just just giving tips. Like people don't even know the ins and outs of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like I remember when people always have these arguments about right, who's the best rapper or who writes whose raps, and I'm like why are we questioning it if you're not doing it yourself and you don't know the process? How can you say that someone can't be successful the way they're doing it? Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me, Mr. Advocate mm-hmm. over here is explaining that it's a whole process and it, it takes time and y'all pull yourself away. And But just listen to you, it's just, I feel it's like you actually, actually people don't, Think about it like this: like this music is your passion, but it's also a job. Yeah. So, yeah. what people forget, and especially during this time with everything going on with COVID and lockdowns and whatnot, mm-hmm. people who are working from home are losing that work-life balance. And I like how you say that you have to take your way away from music to write your own music. Mm. 
because it's your job. Because like people will listen to music all the time at, at their job to get them through, mm-hmm. but you're actually doing it. So you can't do that exact same process that we would like to do in our respective fields. Exactly. It's a fact. Because, you know, not not just to just to piggyback off your point, like even even then, like even when it's like, dang, I don't feel like writing today. <laughs> or like mm-hmm. I'll make a go make a beat or something. <clears throat> or I'll go, you know what? You don't have to let's just say you don't want to feel like writing because that happens. You don't have writer's block or nothing. It's just that it's not flowing how you want it. It there's three things. It's there's three things. It's a mental focus, motivation, and, and inspiration, right? So when those three things aren't clicking for you to make a song, you just be like, okay, you know what? Let me go do something else. Let me learn the business. Let me learn this marketing strategy. Let me learn, you know, because you're a marketing person like myself. You can, you, you can learn something creative within that. Okay, well, what is your brand? What is your archetype? Let's, let's learn certain things that you need to do, right? Because a lot of people just jump in it and then it's just like, all right, well, you don't, like people rap and they continuously rap, but then there's no brand attached to it. Your numbers could be whatever it could be. Mm-hmm. But, but if you don't have your brand archetype, if you don't if you don't understand what you're doing and who you are and what the direction you're going in, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody, you're not going to get fan. You're not going to find your niche market. You're not going to find your fans. And definitely a label, if this is your goal, a label is not going to sign you or you're not going to get song placements. What are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? So you got to know what you are. And then we're going to get into that a little bit later about all 12 archetypes. And then under that, there's rapper archetypes as well. We'll get into that a little later. Hold on. Time out. Time out. What's up? So just so we being clear, so the listeners are clear. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not just a rapper rapper. You are an artist entrepreneur, businessman, you know the ins and out of the music industry because the way that you're speaking mm-hmm. is not um, what I would consider normal. Um, mm-hmm. The type of records that you put out, even the type of records that I listen to from you, I can hear the thought pattern and the creative business purpose behind each song. Yeah. But the way that you're speaking on this podcast at this point is just, it's not normal for, for most rappers because you got a lot of rappers that come into the game to make the money and then they fall out of control and then they that's it. Right. It sounds like you actually got a plan. You've studied this for years. You know what you're going sure. in. So can you speak into that anymore? You know, more, you know, how, how long did it take you to study the game? How did you get to this point? Okay. So so before he answers your question, uh, Mr. Therapist, I'm just wanna add on a couple of things to your notes. So all the pieces of of the music business that he has just spoke about, marketing uh creating the music creating the beat uh writing the actual lyrics most people don't realize that it's more than one people more than one person behind the scenes doing all this and mm-hmm. he's doing all this for himself right now so it's just, it's just, it's talk on it yeah yeah, it's a fact. yeah i mean i'm pretty sure he has a team but it sounds yeah. like uh even even if he does have a team bro i'm with you mike but the fact that he understands the whole circle, every, no, no. Every, every person's role, that is saying a lot in itself because a lot of rappers come up in the game, they don't even understand what the manager, what their own manager does. Right. Avis, to That's me, true. it sounds like Avis is his own damn manager. I could be wrong. I'm not in this business, but right. even if he's not, he understands what his manager's supposed to be doing. So he can't be That's taken for, for his bread. That's amazing exactly. to me. That's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, yeah no, nah, and and so. To answer your question, I'll go, I'll go a little deeper in, within in what you were saying. So 
like let's talk about just the, the you want to know about the branding right the branding and the archetypes like well, just well, just how did you un start to understand all of that oh, okay all right, cool. how do how do people get the knowledge you know start people right, are starting so, out well, first of all this. so so first of all like that when i when i started and i'm gonna be honest and i, I got this and I'm, and I'm gonna say this on this podcast because i've been kind of waiting because i know you guys got an audience and i have mine there's a little bit of bitterness between me and the older generation okay and and the bitterness is you didn't pass the game you talk this shit now we're older now you we're older now we're we're in late 20s and 30s you were talking you're talking all this oh we're here together boom boom you wasn't doing that when we were 18 20 years old you wasn't doing that so there's a little bit of bitterness when like there's a little bit of bitterness for me right i'm, I'm getting over it because i'm at to where i'm at and you got to let that go that's that's a certain thing you gotta let that go for the growth uh, you know, growing pains of success coming out soon. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so real talk. So like what it is, is that, <laughs> so what it is, is like my, my business is you could have taught us the game. You knew more. You were on an under Dame Dash or Dame Dash knowledge. I had to grab it for myself. I had to learn step by step and grab it for myself. And shout out to uh, one of my business teachers in high school. Her name is Mrs. Katz. Um, if you went to um, the charter school, you know, you you would know that she was a great business person. And I said, well, I want to start a record label. And then she made me think, well, how are you going to sell the CDs? What, how are you going to get people engaged? What is your niche market? Who are you marketing it to? All these questions I couldn't answer at 17, 16 years old. I'm just being honest. Couldn't answer. I just knew I loved music. So eventually when I got out of, uh, when I got out of uh, high school and I went right into college for marketing and my, for marketing. So what happens was now I'm really getting into, oh, archetypes. This is how certain colors represent certain things for certain brands. And, and then they have archetypes, like 12 of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All 12. And, and you can, it, it, it doesn't have to just be one archetype. You can have two or three. And then under that, and then it goes into now you're really looking at how even how they dress now. Now I'm not just looking at color. Not just looking at what brands they're attached to. Now I'm looking at how you dress. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking at well, what do you mostly talk about in your music? Eventually, you grab all this information as it goes along. It's not easy at first, right? Let me take something for example. Let's just make this really simple, right? Tupac's archetype, if he stayed alive, <clears throat> Tupac's archetype would be rebel archetype, outlaw, I should say, right? Outlaw archetype mixed in with a little bit of the sage archetype was about knowledge and it's about you know helping other people grow right and also you can mix in a little bit of magician because he made something out of nothing so mm -hmm. those are three architects i don't want to lose anybody mike understands what i'm saying completely but i don't want to yeah. lose but i don't want to lose anybody within this because i'm gonna break it all down each archetype represents something it, in any business it doesn't have to be music it could be cosmetics beauty supply, dancing, art, whatever you do, even right now with your guys archetype, right? Your guys archetype is about kind of the struggle that will fall under, you know what I'm saying? That will fall under, you know, a sage archetype along with maybe exploring, right? Because you're exploring how thing, you know, how it's going to go for the, for the black man. Well, just for the listeners, can you list the 12 archetypes? Off the top of my head, yes. You know, Mike, I might need your help a little bit. <laughs> because yeah. I might look, look, here's the funny thing. <laughs> Marketing terms can be like intertwined and use different words to mean the same thing. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I, 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 no, no, I got you though. I'll, okay, I'll, cool, cool, cool. So I'm gonna try to go in the spectrum of our name it off the top of my head. So 
We got the ruler archetype. That's one. Then we got the gesture archetype. That's two. We got the caregiver. That's three. We got the innocent man. That's four. We got the outlaw or rebel. That's five. You got the sage. That's that's six. You got the magician. That's seven. Um, eight would be explorer. Said that eight would be explorer. Nine, we're almost there. So we're almost there. Nine would be dang, off the top of my head, Mike. Mike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's I'm trying, I'm to, yeah, it's a lot. I've tried, I've tried I mean, to I mean but y'all but y'all do have the majority of them. These archetypes, I mean archetypes, where do they come from? This is business class. Yeah. This is this is this oh, is oh this is business that this is this is business marketing what you're teaching us right now. This is branding. This is business one on one. Okay. I, well, I, I, I know, man. I was in psychology class. Yeah, no, that's like, cool. Yeah, it's business one on one. Um I I know I'm missing a couple, Mike. My bad, man. I so, mean, we 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 good. Yeah, that was nine. So so you know, but under that, even those archetypes, and I think I said innocent man, right? I believe so. I did. All right, cool. You so, might have missed that. I did. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So we're almost there. Two more. But anyway, the point. The point is. The point is. Even even those are the archetypes, right? So that's just the main archetype branding for companies where you want to cross brand. Under that, in the music field. Now mm -hmm. this is easy. I got this. <laughs> so in the music field, right? So there's five archetypes, right? So each rapper, there's the category archetype. Mm. There's the clone archetype, right? There's oh, the shit. there's the motif archetype. There's the uh, intimacy archetype, and then the last one would be, oh, and uh, portray archetype. You're portraying something archetype. So those are the main five ones. So I'm gonna help y'all. I'm gonna help y'all out because I know some people are just like, well, what is he talking about, right? So let's take Drake. Drake is an intimacy rapper type archetype. Uh -huh. Anything you do is is conversation. He makes the hottest songs off of conversation. He has by far mastered that. He has surpassed Jay-Z and Nas. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, but he has. And I'm just like, damn, he's talking about eating dinner and that's, making that hot. That's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> How did you do that? Facts. So, so, so that's the intimacy. You're sitting there in intimacy. Now, let me let me explain the category archetype. The category archetype, they rap about anything. Lil Wayne, uh, Travis Scott. No, they rap about anything, right? The clone archetypes, right? So there's people that copycat another person's style, right? So somebody copycats Gucci Man or whatever, or Juicy J, right? Those rappers fall into that category. Then you got the uh, motif archetype. There's always a theme, Kanye West. Gotcha. There's always a theme wrapped to what they do, right? Mm -hmm. Now, portraying archetype is something like Nicki Minaj, or I'm the queen, queen gotcha. B. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross, I'm a boss. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They're the portraying archetype. And then the other one, which was the last one, which would be intimacy and categorized. So yeah, so the last one would be, you could say, um, dang, what did I just say? My bad. <laughs> My bad. But anyway, those are those are the main, those are the main ones that people can, can I mean, I mean, just even it's not it's a, you don't have to be perfect, man, because we're not perfect. But the fact that you even drop in this knowledge is so profound yep. to somebody like me. Um, I guess we can go into our next segment. How has music impacted your life? Um, mm -hmm. Me hearing Av say these things um, is life altering to me um, because I, I don't know if many people know this. I actually used to rap. Um, advocate forced me to rap. By the way, um, wasn't my happiest times, but um, 
it, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Wait, wait. It was spoke about. Um, your siblings brought it up. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they. You know. Um. So the thing about that is, um, music has had such a str- stronghold of part in my life, and I'll, I'll just go first, and I'll let you fellas go next. Um. So th- the question is, how has music impacted your life? To answer that really quick is it has saved my life. And then my wife came along and saved my life again. Okay. So music had me in spots where people are shooting guns and things like that. And I'm numb. And I'm walking through the gunfire because I got my headphones on. And people in Patterson can attest to this. I'm not, this is not no made up stuff. You got people in different hoods that can be like, yo. Yeah, we remember him. He crazy because he used to literally walk. And people don't understand. I was just sitting there listening to R&B. I was listening to 70s music because I was raised, you know, 70s mama. And that's all she used to play. Must be the music turning me up. Like, bro, that's that's, that's what I'm playing. Walking in the middle of a hood that's beefing with my hood, knowing that they could kill me. So my philosophy was, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die listening to that. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But if I'm going digging deeper, as I'm hearing Av spit knowledge about this music, like the, everything that goes into it, like the way it started, the way I remember rapping with him, doing these tapes, these mixtapes and things like that, there's no way in the world I would have even considered a quarter of what he's speaking about today. So for listeners that's trying to be up and coming rappers and up and coming artists, like I really want you to acknowledge game from advocate. Like I really, really appreciate where you coming from and, and the steps and the heaves and the holes that you've taken in the music industry and you dropping these gems, because let's just be honest, whatever gatekeepers there are in music, they're not giving this information out, not freely anyway. Right. Okay. Um, and further to answer the impact on my life, again, music is almost everything to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it alters moods and things like that. I've gotten better about um, not letting it alter in my mood because that was part of the reason why I was. I, I, I know this is terrible to say, but that's why I always tell people, you know, I was a spawn demon child. A lot of that was because of the type of music I started listening to and things like that. Like my, A lot of my music was, you know, hit them up, pop, like, and... Every time I would hear that, I did want to hit somebody up. Like, let's go. First off, like, you know, let's rock. Like, I'm on go. <laughs> What's up? You know what I'm saying? Um, but that that's that's just part of that. But I'm interested to hear the, the two responses from you, fellas. Like, how has music impacted the job? Because this is, like, super important to me. Like, I love me some music. Who wants to go first? All right, well, I'll, I'll go, Mike. That's cool. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Go ahead, <laughs> That's cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead. I'll go first. So just to go back to your point, um, you know, like I said, I don't know every, I, I know most things. I don't know everything. You know, even even right now, just giving you the archetypes and just branding, that's just one, like a major part of it. That's really a part that y'all really need to like understand. I don't know, you know, don't remember everything on top of my head, but trust me, like that's something that's very important that they don't even teach you like the older cats are not even going to teach you that because either they got it from the label and they just figured it out and they just kind of took it and ran with it. And that's another thing that pisses me off, but that's beside the point. <laughs> or, or, or that they got the information and they're just trying to be like 
the gatekeeper of that hood. You know how there's some people in Patterson or where we're from, right? They try to hold this for base like well, I'm older. Oh yeah, I can get you popping in the hood. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Don't get me popping. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like I got a distribution deal twice over. And they get like, what are you talking about? Oh, off of my hard work. Like, what are, you, what, are you, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why they don't really come talk to me. But but that's neither here here. How it impacted my life, man. It saved my life in many ways, uh, emotionally, mentally. And uh, it kept me out of trouble, you know, for the most part, from where we're from. It kept me out of a lot of trouble. Even, even, you know, it's like, you know, while uh, I like to say this quote, it's actually a bar that I had. It was like, you know, like I picked up the pencil while my niggas dump lead, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's, that's a real thing. Like some of my friends were shooting people, dumping lead, and I was really just putting the pen in the sheets. You know, I was really putting in that work. So I appreciate that, you know, and just from a perspective of, you know, I love the three people I look up to, like Pac and and, and Nas and Mace. Like, you don't have to be hard to rap. <laughs> you don't gotta be hard. <laughs> you know what I mean, be yourself. You don't have to be hard to rap. You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody try you, but you don't have to be hard to rap. And I think that's the misconception. They think that they gotta have this hood clout or this or this like ideology of like, yo, I gotta be this person to get this, to get that, because they see that now that's their lane. What's your lane? Mm. We want to hear your story. Mm. I don't want to hear another story that was made up. I don't want to, I don't want to hear the clone archetype. I've seen that already. Who are you? Everything just ties about who are you? You know, and I think that's why I stand out a little bit more from everybody else, just to go back to the other questions. So how it really impacted me. So that's how it saved me from like, you know, kind of the outside just being to myself. It actually put in work and discipline because the more practice, not makes perfect, but the more practice makes you better. Mm. Right? It's never going to be perfect. It's never perfect. <laughs> but you know, the more practice, the more position you are, it makes you it, it, that 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 part right there is the most important. Mm. Right? Then the other part, mentally, you know, there are some times where the confidence was low. You know what I'm saying? Like it really low sometimes. Like it helps you come up where people say, "Yo, I like that song." And then over time, it became four fans. Then you have 10 and then from 10 to 15 it, and you see those same people and it keeps you going for all those years it just gives you the notoriety it gives you confident within yourself and knowing yo this is what i do they know this is what i do because every time i walk outside in the street your house music going mm. you know how's that going and then you have the accolades later like a plaque on the wall or you know top 30 if anybody want to know 26 to be exact um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. We're talking about billboards. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're talking about billboards. We're talking about national. 120 on the national charts, top 26 independently. I'm just saying. Congrats. So, Congrats. so you know, Sony distribution. So, so to be honest with you, like, and I'm not to get to that point. It took a lot of hard work, but understand that they didn't give it to you. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to just get. I, this is what I'm. This is what I fight against. This is what advocate fights against. Mm. He fights. He fights against that. No, you don't have to go to them to get it. You can get it here, and then you go run off and do your thing. Go, go, you be rich, young man. Go feed your family. Mm. Go feed your family. You know what I'm saying? I I get tired of these old heads. Some of them hating on the youngest. Oh, you in the street to do street stuff? Nah, it's a little different. It's a little difficult than that. But because if I don't, it's like there was this one guy, right? I'm not gonna say who it is because you know I want y'all to get syndicated and get a lot of money. <laughs> advertisement. So I don't know his connections, but there's one guy who has a, you know, it's pretty good platform, right? He came out of jail 20 years. You know what I'm saying? He said, rappers blow up, get money, and then they go do street dumb shit. 
it's not it's not really what you think. See, it's the people around them, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's that guy on the corner that's a street dude that has hood clout that picked on him. Now he came up. Now he's got his people around him. That's like, oh, you know what? I did remember what you did because you thinking you, now I'm going to go do what I need to do. It doesn't have to go to that all the time, but that's kind of where it comes from. It's that business that I just spoke about 20 minutes ago. It's that, yo, I'm going to get you because I remember what you did. And if we don't have a sit down, because you're the older head, if we don't got that sit down, then you know what's coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know what's coming because now, and it doesn't have to be that because I read a book and it said a king could do two things. He could create peace or he could start a war. Mm -hmm. It's really up to that person. Right. So music to bring this home, and I'm gonna let Mike go. Sorry. The, no, how music, how music impacted me was just maturity over time. How it with the growth. That's why I call the album the growth. And then the next album will be, you know, growing pains success coming soon. So so it's that's what it is, you know what I mean? And and, and that's what's gonna help not only just myself, but even the kids that do look up to me. Mm. Okay. There you go. Respect. Hey, hey, I gotta follow y'all too. Well, I didn't say much or nothing, bro. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I really I don't even feel like I answered the question to be honest with you, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> Go ahead. Music impacted my life. Oh I guess you can always say it's from the very beginning. Um you know me, I like to get in I like to get in certain moods or focus moods, and when I get into that get into that mood it's i listen to a couple different songs you know different points of life that list changes over time um so like when stuff is not always i guess seem to be the best i don't you know me i'm a happy-go-lucky guy most people see me i'm smiling but for for get me out of the funk sometimes i go to my gospel music more times than not mm-hmm. um as that as me uh i, I go to the kirks I go to the ties, uh, Hezekiah Walker, you know, the Kirk Cars, like Marvin Sapp, Marvin Sapp, my boy, especially, especially when I was miming, <laughs> growing, growing, growing up through high school. We heard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it, it helps settle my mood. Um, and even with like sports, you know, I listen to, I can listen to certain songs that gave me hype, like. Most people don't realize, like, before most of my football games, I play, I play at least one Michael Jackson song, but most people won't even catch on to what Michael Jackson song is. It is most people would think it's like Thriller or Beat It because you want to beat somebody up. Nah, you know what song I listen to? Dirty Diana. Damn. I, I jam to D- Dirty Diana to, uh, and that usually starts my playlist. And then it goes to all the, you know, the regulars, you know, the the rock bands, the the Lincoln Park songs to get you, you know, I just got to get into that oh, frame of mind for fo- for football, bro. Like, no, football's a violent sport, so you know, I just gotta get into the right mindset. So it's music helps helps me get into the mood or the mind frame I need to be for whatever I'm about to do, like for speeches. I listen to common music or chill music just to just to get get me an easy flow that I'm calm, I'm relaxed. The nerves are going. Most people don't nerves are always going. Most people don't realize. If someone tells you that they're never nervous, that's because they're always nervous when they do something. 
They just don't show it. Mm. Damn. Deep, bro. So you can say, Mike, and I, you know, I don't want to take your spotlight. My bad, man. You're going to pay for it. So you can say that art, art has, art imitates life. Your life, you went to church a lot. So, Mm -hmm. so music actually intertwined because you just, and I'm just catching all the people you name. That's like the gospel feel, which intertwines with your life, which is church, which actually impacts you and helps you in that way as well. I like that. I like that. I just caught that. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, man. Respect. Hey, man, hey, shit, if you want to take over, go ahead. No, 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 Hey, bees like that sometimes, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I, I definitely appreciate y'all being candid, though, for real, for real. So let me let me dig into a matter of fact. I want to hear what Mike got to say. What kind of questions do you got for us, Mike? For yeah, yeah, man. You know, what's what's on the list? What's what, what kind of music question you got? Yeah, I'm gonna just go. So we already talked about how music changes people's moods, but. Mm-hmm. We have to go into this. I guess I'm the I, I guess I'm the right one to lead this question. Okay. What song <laughs> listening list you listen to while growing up that you felt would have got your hood pass revoked? Shit. <laughs> you want to go ahead? <laughs> um. Yeah. Sure. I'm game. I'm game. Uh, I still listen to this song at least once a week. Yeah. Oh, and I have no shame in my game. I did back then, though. Uh, it was it's a 1970s song, of course, and it is Led Zeppelin "Stairway to Heaven." Oh, that's that's tough. I don't even know if they could get. I just I'm 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 so let, let let me answer the last question and this question at the same time. So I just answered it with Led Zeppelin. So how has music impacted my life? So songs like "Stairway to Heaven." The way that those drums hit, the way that the, all those instruments hit, man, it stops me. It what it used to stop me from doing a lot of reckless things and mm. harming people. Like there were times where I'm standing in front of three dudes that's known on the block and they talking crazy to a woman. And because I was raised by a single mom, I'm like, all right, let me end your life real quick. Cause that's just the type of like energy I would give off and spew into the world. And people that know me, they know this, but you know, I'm just speaking to the listener at this point. If I'm listening to Stairway to Heaven, I might let you make it. I might let you make it. But if 50 Cent, the heat is on, I'ma I'm I'm make sure you see me, I'ma tap you, you're gonna turn around and I'ma snuff the shit out you. Mm. And and the crazy thing about it is that situation ain't got nothing to do with me. And I'm not Captain Saber, but I think I just like to fight. You see what I'm saying? So it was just one of them situations. But Led Zeppelin, man, Stairway to Heaven, that song for some reason just really always changes my mood. It calms me down. And it, it, it gives me goosebumps. It takes me to another realm and dimension, man. If there really is other dimensions, which I do, I do believe that, but if there are other dimensions, Led Zeppelin st- 
stairway to heaven will take you there by the end of the song. I put that on everything. I'm talking sober. I, I've never even listened to that song high or anything like that. So I can't even imagine that. That'll be some <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yes, I, I I kept that to myself. I felt like, you know, because I, I was who I was, I felt like if I walked on 12th Ave, blasted that shit, like absolutely, yo, hey, yo, get the fuck off the block, son. Like it was <laughs> all of that. <laughs> all of that was happening, bro. I couldn't go in the liquor store. They nah, son, it wasn't happening. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> you said it like that. No, <laughs> hey, it's facts, bro. Yeah, what about y'all, yo? Um, Advocate. Yeah. So, so there's two questions I got answered because you kind of we didn't get a chance to answer the mood one, right? Mm. So we gotta we gotta bring it in because you further and then he brought the other question up. So the mood, like how are they getting the mood to do something? So for me, I was you know really really big, right? So I had to find some workout music. So you talking body weight? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, body weight. Like, but that was terrible. Like, like where I'm at now, I could run two miles right now. But like, if I was like back then, fat, no, it wasn't happening. Mm. So I wasn't happening, fam. And then, and ultimately, I ultimately lost all the weight and I played basketball. But anyway, um, what there was one song. It was a rock song. It changed my mood. It was called uh, "Breaking Benjamin." Had enough. One of the best rock songs ever you know what i mean ever to me and that got me motivated i was 06 yeah that was 06 it came out so that would have me running the uh you know passing catholic hills because those were tough so if i said if i could do this we good you know what i'm saying and i, and I did that so that's how it changed my mood to actually get me to do something um you know so that that helped in that department and i wasn't always good with the ladies you know what i'm saying so i listened to a lot of mason fab to kind of help me smooth my game dress a little different and then it elevated to give me the confidence like i'm gonna talk to her today you know what i'm saying so that, that kind of <laughs> helped yeah you know what i'm saying that kind of helped um that's why i put a leather jacket with it. it was dope i love that era nothing's touching that era but um what era is that uh mid 90s mid 90s i want to argue that yeah it's cool so so we'll get to that and then to answer you your question, what song would have got my hood past revolt? Which is that rock song? Well, Breaking well, Benjamin. Well, that's a workout song. You can't knock that out. Okay. Nah, that's not gonna I, get I you. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's not gonna no, nah, that's not gonna get you. That's not gonna get you. Really How many good. brothers got that on their playlist? There's a lot of there's a lot of black people that would probably be surprised. Music. Yeah, there's a, no not that particular band, but they got rock music that they pump iron to. It could be whatever, it could be some hard shit. All right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was saying, like, nah, that ain't gonna get you hooked up. Okay. But this next song will <laughs> that I'm about to say. I used to listen to uh Jesse McCartney. Oh shit. <laughs> hey, <yo>. right, Jesse <laughs> McCartney, right? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, Jesse McCartney. Yes, Jesse McCartney, right? Featuring featuring Ludacris. It was like um uh that don't count. Me. Yeah, no, it does. Luda's on there. Nah, but it was the original version first before Luda oh, jumped okay. on it. The original version, you know, uh, Damn No Sweet Memories. How do you feel? Like that shit would get that song, Jesse McCartney, that would get you. <laughs> that You thought you was bad? Yo, we gave you a pass? Nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, thought you? <laughs> yeah, nah, Jesse McCartney would get you out of here. Mm. But yeah, that's, that's that, that was the song for me. <laughs> you okay. know what I mean? Uh, you know, shocking, right? <laughs> yeah. So, 
Mike? Yeah, I know this question was coming. I've been trying to think. I, to, to, to be honest with you, probably half the things I did listen to when I was younger, half, not all, half, would probably got my hood pass revoked. I can't even pick one song. It's just, I, it's, it's the nature of the beast for me, I guess. Remember, well, I was always outside the box, so yes. I didn't really care. <laughs> so so you named Linkin Park. Linkin Park is, to me, I feel like they got a hood pass. I'm not going to lie. And then it, when Jay-Z jumped on that and Busta jumped on that, they, they, they hood pass was like solidified. So you're good on that. Starts with one. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're good. But who else? You can't name one artist, one person like that. We're going to look at you sideways like your fam. It's hard for me to think. Yo, for real. That's that's fair. I I you know we ain't gonna we ain't gonna hold it over, man. Look, 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 the most most people get on me about is probably um listening to like very, very slow jams and I'm only like nine, ten. Nah, that's oh, good. But, that's, but, yeah, nah, you good. That's that's still black. That's black excellence. Yeah, you good. Man. We good. We're gonna move on. You straight, you yeah. so you good, you good, you good. Man, you you know. So how has everybody's music taste changed over the years? We're going into 30 thirties. You know what I mean? Um, so we've been around for many, many generations of music. We've heard so much that's come so much that's come before us. How has your taste changed now? Like, or do you listen to the radio? Do you have your own playlist? Or how does that work? Hmm. hmm. Who wants to say you want to start? Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll start. So so for me, right, I fell in love with, so we're going back to 96. Damn. So 96, like, I got a pass to listen to, like, Tupac, Nas, and Mace, right? But I always had to, like, my father listened to, like, you know, um, again, Bobby Wall, Mac, <laughs> The Spinners. Hey. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm for real. The Spinners, oh, Temptations, uh, oh, Champagne, uh, Evan Champagne. You already know, like. Make my love come down like that. Hey. Yeah, you know I mean, like you know what I'm saying. Um, Al Green. So I always had that, right? I think as I got older, I started falling in love with like you know, like the West Coast music because I don't listen to a lot of East Coast music. People be like, damn, you don't? I'm like, nah, because it's it's the boom bap but a little bit of synth. I like I like the synth part with the West Coast because it's a little bit more of you can kind of visualize. Right, not to say you can't visualize. I'm not saying that, but you can visualize what they're doing step by step. Like if you listen to like, like Tupac's double disc album, you're like, damn, I'm like actually in there. Mm. But to, to answer the question, how it changed over the years, I'm I'm as I'm getting older, I'm starting listening to more like yo. I'll put on some classical music to like while I'm reading. You talking about Beethoven and Bach? Yeah. I put okay. on some classical music. Okay. You, know? you got a little taste. I see you. Yeah, so I would listen to that just by while I'm reading, right? Because it makes me a little bit more focused. Um, I listen to like you know, um, um, Miles. You know, a little bit of Miles jazz. You know, I listen to him. Uh, so over the years, it's starting to slow down a little bit. You're starting to get into like that grown man classic R&B rhythm and blues that Mike is already on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, Mike is already there. So. But for me, it kind of reversed. I'm like, I was listening to um, Chucky Booker like just the other day. I was like, mm -hmm. yo, I missed this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you always heard it. You know what the song is. 
But how did you? How did I miss this? Because that, because that R and B, because hip hop overshadowed that, and that's another thing. Like hip hop over kind of overshadowed great R and B songs from the early nineties to the mid, like mid nineties. Like they overshadowed. Cause like, why you want to play some games on me by Chucky Booker? Like, mm. play that any time in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm all game. So I go back just to answer the question: How it changed over the years? I go back and see who they sampled. Now I'm into that. Like, well, who did that? Who sampled that? Okay. And I go back. It makes me go back to to really go see. Oh, that's where this person got that from. And then you start that's to respect the artist from then, right? So that's that's how it, it changed for me. Hmm. I like that he brought that he brought that he brought an educational piece that most people don't even realize or try to pay attention that we've sampled from the past. That's what true. What about you, Mike? Hmm. I mean, so you've been doing R and B from the beginning, so it so, hasn't changed. So here's the, no, so here's the crazy thing. I actually have changed. Okay. So country music, huh? I listen to more now. Than I ever, bro. Hold on, time out, time out, time out, time Even though country music started with black people, okay, we're gonna push that to the side. So oh, no, 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 fuck that. Hold on, I'm gonna get on your ass. Hold on. <laughs> are you talking about our country music? Or are you talking about like ride them cowboy? You know, I'm a rhinestone cowboy. You talking about that type of shit? See now you only you only putting country in two boxes. Country oh, is right. not only two boxes. So, so there's bluegrass. There's there's certain <laughs> other one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have bluegrass. That's all. Right, That's what you. I'm saying. Right, which one are you so, talking I, about? I don't know the official breakdown of countries, but this like there's country songs I'll I jam I'll jam out to easily because it just has that flow and the storytelling aspect that, is true. that our music have. Where of course we all know all music came from somewhere, but I I can get into a history lesson on that later. Oh, um, so yeah, no, my taste is, has grown a lot. Like, yeah, I I can honestly, country's grown. I probably I I I stretched my arm out more to the pop side of things. Like there was you no, know, there's certain pop artists that we listened to when we were younger, right? Because they just kind of fit that. Fit that um box, but I I feel as as we got older, all those genres, you started to not see the the lines. The lines are starting to blur, so it opened me up to a lot of other music I was not open to before. Okay, all right, I give you a pass. That's fine. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. Cause cause <laughs> cause I, the reason why I was getting so hyped is because you said you had no type of music that you really felt like could get your hood pass vote because you was listening to so much. You know what I mean? And then you yeah. said country, and I was like, "Hold on, bro!" Like, but so I, when you explain like that, that makes so yeah. much sense. I'm, I'm so so. The other thing is, I never listened to country when I was little at all. Like, I heard it, but I was not trying to bang. Like, it wasn't until college and later that I opened myself up and actually, like, I right, I'll listen to this country artist. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I right. I let you make it. I let you make it. I didn't let both of y'all make it today. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so 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 you gonna answer the question, Mr. Therapist? Come on now. Um, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, like I stated before, um, a lot of my music was '70s starting out, um, and then I'm not too proud to say this. I don't even know if you know this, but uh, my first rap CD that I played 
was Nas Stillmatic. And I stole that from my out of my father's Pathfinder truck. I don't even know if he knows that. He's still to this day. <laughs> I, I, I think I think still to this day he's looking for that CD, bro. Um <laughs> and so I took it and I put it in my Walkman. Yes, I had a Walkman. That's how I'm all, I'm that old. Um I, I, put it, <laughs> I put it in my Walkman. Man, it's called Walkman. It's called Dismans. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> it's called Dismans, the black joint. <laughs> so I, I don't remember how old I was, but that started my journey into hip hop because I wasn't really uh, big on hip hop. Again, mine was real 70s soulful type of deal. Um, Nas started my journey, and then right immediately right after Nas was Outcast. And my mom, my mom <laughs> is responsible for that. She bought me a Stank on you. And I fell in love with hip hop right after that. I, I gotta, I gotta give my mom all the respect in the world. Like, if it wasn't for her buying that, like, I would never know. Um, so after that, you know, I fell in love with hip hop, and that's when I discovered pop. You know, I'm a late bloomer when it comes to hip hop, and I'm, 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 I'm honest I'm about about mine. It's all good. Um, after that, though, man, I started listening to the type of hip hop that get people hurt, and. That's where my a lot of my aggression was going. That's how everybody knew me. Like, okay, Lionheart, but you know, you gotta watch him because don't set him off because he might you want he won't fight. He's gonna do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. After a while though, man, once I got to uh college, I think I was still on that tip because I wanted to fight everybody in Texas. Cause I'm like, don't play with Jersey, we're not gonna play with you. You know, like like I got something to prove, but it, it's it started to die out. That's why I said my wife saved my life, because she had to like calm me down. And once I got you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I really did a whole calm down thing. Once I yep. got with her, I went back to R&B. Because I used to listen to R&B heavy with the 70s as well. Um, I went back to listening to R&B. You know, I danced with slow dance with my wife and things like that. You know, listen to, um, you know, everybody, man. Usher, you name it. Things like that. Just keep going backwards and things like that. But now I find myself, I'm back at the 70s. I can't. For some reason, I, I won't leave there. Now, I'm one of those people that I don't use my Spotify. I don't use my Pandora. I don't use any of my stuff. I'm still using an old school iPod in my car because I have I have specific MP3s on my iPod and I continuously update it. Don't get it confused. I definitely got Lil Baby on there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got J. Cole on there. But I also got the OJs on there. A whole slew of them too. You see what I'm saying? Bulls, bulls. I know that's not the OJ, but still, <laughs> that's the point. Yeah, yeah that's, still, that's still a beggar right there. Oh, um, but the, the whole point is, man, my music taste has completely like just went off the railings. And and to be honest with you, I'm not listening to anything um, negative like that anymore. I just can't. I can't tolerate it anymore, man. I'm just in such a place of peace right now that uh, if I'm a, if I'm gonna hear something toxic, it gotta be Bobby Womack type of stuff, like them being petty. That type of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I wish you, I wish you didn't trust me so much. Like that stuff makes me laugh. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know who's gonna love you like me? Nobody. You know what I mean? I need. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I listen to, bro. Like I can't sit. Like most, you know, I have my moments where I listen to a, a Meek Mill's "Dreams and Nightmares" intro because to me. That's the that's the black people's anthem at this point. Like, other than you know, um, our old school hymns, you know what I'm saying? But that, you know, 
used to pray for times like this. like I'm not gonna get started, man, because I'm gonna start rapping yeah. out. <laughs> yo, yo, that that it don't matter. It don't matter how much older we gonna get. That song still that's, gonna hit the same way. Bro, that's the anthem, man. Anybody is welcome to argue with me. That's the anthem. Okay, that thing. That's the first or the second best intro to date ever made. Versus, I would say what DMX intro. Yeah. It's dark and hella hot. It's hella hot. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a fact. You know what I mean? All you hip hop players are welcome to come argue with me, no, though. No, that's, no, that's a fact. You can't argue. You know. There's no, there's but, no topping that. You, I, I don't think, think you I can. show that plays in a club. No. I don't think you can. No. So that's how my, my, uh, it's, it's gone from 70s and it's come back full circle back to the 70s. And then, of course, I sprinkle in, like I said, Led Zeppelin. Um, now, this is another one that can get me revoked that I listen to a lot. Uh, I don't even know how to say it. Eiffel, like Eiffel 65. Um, I'm blue, da ba dee da da If I was green, I would die, da ba dee Yo, no bullshit. Yo, no bullshit, bro. You'll catch me. I'll be in the car, bro. I'm in Houston, bro. So if I hit 45 or I hit 610, bro, and I got the, the speakers in the back, bro, and I'm basing, bro, I am basing. Eiffel 65, um, blue, the, and then you could catch dudes yeah. on swingers. They'll look at me. They'd be like, "Fam, what's good with you?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm at peace, bro. I'm living life like this." <laughs> <laughs> don't say nothing either. Don't say nothing. Hey, hey, bro. But hold up, man. I want to argue with Ab real quick, man. Oh. I want to argue with Ab, and 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 this argument I feel like will lead us into whatever beef he got with the podcast because. You know, I want to hear him praise us up because he's been praising us up. He's been giving us good justice. I, and I really do appreciate it. But he also been talking a little bit of spice. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let me let me go ahead and start poking the beer real quick. Okay. My man, oh, you oh. said that you said the best decade of music was what? That would be the night that would be the 90s, man. 94. So you go from 94 to about 2001. That was the best decade of music. Straight up. I don't feel the same. Wow. I don't feel the same. So what's your what's your reasoning? My reasoning? Yeah, what's your reasoning? Um, even though I'm a nineties baby, I'm a, I'm gonna speak to you as if you were part of the nineties and I'm not. Okay. Because you young punks learned everything from us. <laughs> hmm. I knew he was about to <laughs> What? <laughs> okay, right, so, I got I got an old soul. So so the 90s, and no no no. The seventies had the best decade of music. Period. All right, name name top five songs, bro. It's too many. That's that's how that's how I know we killing y'all. Cop out. How's so, that? Oh, you guys want to go blow for blow? You want me to Google some shit or what? We can do that. Oh, <laughs> we can do that. Goodness, but let me explain to you why ninety four to two thousand one. Just hip hop in general. Oh, you talking about hip hop? Yeah. Can we do hip hop verse? Um, I, what do we even call that? That's not Motown. That's Soulful. Motown, Soulful, Motown. Yeah, no Motown. So nah, Motown was like pretty much over by then. So, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let Av go. But after after y'all done, I'm gonna kill both y'all arguments. Off the oh record. no, fuck that. What's your what's your favorite decade? Oh no no no, I don't have a favorite decade. I don't. Oh, this man. My right. answer, no, my answer will expose y'all answer and just throw it to the side. I'm telling you right now. Watch. All right, let, let, let's go here. Maybe you won't have to do that. Maybe you will do that. But so he asked me, what was the best decade of like 
And are we talking music? Are we talking producer? What are we talking? We talking about music in general, not one genre of music. Music in general. Music in general. Oh, yes. that's subjective then. Of course. That's but subjective. I want to argue. <laughs> <laughs> but but all right. So then so then, if if we talk in numbers now. Oh, you numbers, want? Oh, you one of them numbers people? Hey. I'm, nah, then, I'm, then I'm a I've feeling. Seen. I'm a feelings, emotions. Oh, we in have regards to music only, though. Okay, but we had that too. We had the numbers with the music. Let me get with the feelings. Yes, ninety-four to two thousand one. Yes. Let me start off like this. Let me start off like this. Okay. Let me let me go. Let me start off like this. You brought up one album. What's that? The Outcast album right there was part of that's, part that's of that. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. So so cool. We're gonna go to um, Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Okay. Right. So mm -hmm. we're gonna go to we're gonna go to Biggie. Even though Biggie Juicy was sampled, I will mm -hmm. give it that. I was Juicy sampled. fruit. Right. Da, 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 da. Dope. Uh huh. Dope. What what year was that? That was that was sometime in the seventies. Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> 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 that was Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So so back to my point. That was a good one. Back to my point, though. That from '94 to 2001 had the most produced, mm -hmm. right, by, mm -hmm. by itself, not taking samples from anybody. No BS. I call BS. Uh, besides Biggie and Puff. Almost. Besides Biggie and Puff. Come on, man. Stink Onya has samples from they. They made their own beats. Don't get it wrong. But they took samples from but, the '70s. But they made it their own, though. Of course, but you still took you from the seventies. They, they, okay, so art is like this. Music is like this. You, you. There's a painting. Music is a painting, right? Let's mm -hmm. just say, look at that wall. Music mm -hmm. is a painting. You add your own paintbrush and your own stroke in a different color to that to the music genre as a whole, as as of the community. Doesn't matter. Listen, is anybody so taking more? Any the music more from impact. The okay, wait, wait, wait. What was more impactful? Music years ninety four to two thousand one or the seventies. Yeah. Hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Yeah. Impact, that's so that's extremely subjective because we're living in the moment still. People would agree. People that grew up in the 70s would agree that yo, 94 is where. No, 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 no. In the 70s, there was not as oh, there was not right. as much media popping. So these people didn't have Instagram. These people didn't have Twitter. Can you imagine Diana Ross and them on Twitter? No, but I said 94 to 2001. <laughs> what? Y'all still have more media. Your motherfucking MySpace was around. 2001? Yes. Ah, we have to Google that one. I don't You gotta Google that. that. But hey, even then, that. you got cell phones. Come on, bro. Hey, you got the whole car phone deal. All right, so we have Come mobile on, phones. Yeah, we they, they still had to do paperwork on hand in their still, contracts, bro. There were still there were still newspapers, radio. We didn't have a major we didn't have the internet wasn't the internet wasn't prominent until like after like 2003. Prominent, not saying it wasn't around. Prominent, okay. Until two thousand and three, okay. I said, from did they have MTV and BET? Of course, well, they didn't have BET. I was on seventies, maybe. So you talking they about had, they had they had they had, they had the box? <laughs> they had the box. <laughs> I mean, they had the box. Man, <laughs> they did. They had right, the let box. Me, Go ahead, let, Mike. Let, let, let me All come right. and shut y'all both down real quick. Oh, oh, oh here it is. Okay. Which decade produced the best music? The answer is. No decade produced the best music because there are there are songs in each decade generation that has spark lifetime effects. They still get played no matter what year it dropped. 
and I'm gonna explain why my thinking is like this also. The history of music, right? The history of our music, right? Black new black people music, right? It's supposed to make you feel something, right? It's supposed to make you think about something, right? Yeah. Because the main reason music is created is to tell a story. And the initial beginnings of our stories were to be passed down. That's the only way we were able to pass it down at points, especially during slavery and all this time, was through music. Because people try to destroy all our writings and everything, so we couldn't write it down. So, like Advocate was saying with the canvas, yes, all these songs, look, some somewhere, somewhere, something came from something. You picked up something from something that you heard. And then you be like, all right, now it's time for me to tell my own story. So the answer to the question is no decade produced the best music because each decade produced timeless music because it gets passed down. When, when you put it that way, Mike, he wanted to argue. Told you I was going to shut it down. But, but when you put it that way, Mike, yeah, but it's fun to argue. So 94 to 2001. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the best. it's fun to argue. So 94 to 2001. Right, you know what I'm saying? You know, Freeway featuring Jay-Z. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Listen, listen, I got you right now. I got you right now. DMX. You see my shirt? You see my shirt? Yeah, I have you back. All, by the way, all the people you name it, I love them, okay? Okay. But, but you read my shirt? Yes, I have you back. Okay. Listen, let me kill him real quick. He, he, he in clown mode real right, right now, okay? What they do. Smiling in your face all the time. They want to take your place. Those backstab. Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. Y'all will never make no shit like that. You crazy? <laughs> that was dope. That, that Come was on, dope. man. Come on, bro. Yo. Who, who y'all got that's going to rock with the OJs? And don't you dare say the locks. Oh, Who y'all got? B2K? Nah. Who y'all got? Two, B2K? Well, that actually is 2000. They made it. Oh, no. Immature? Yeah, B2K man. before B2K was B2K? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm coming, bro. Yeah, they don't man. want this smoke, man. Chill. Look, look, look. Ja- we all know the Jackson 5 was before everybody. <laughs> right. Right. And then no, the temptation. No. You had the spin. You had a bunch of the spinners in the OJs are the seventies. They, well, I think the spinners are the sixties, but they came before the Jackson Five. Well, you see yes. what I'm saying? I, I, so no, you're gonna I, tell I, me this? So the seventies birthed the Jackson Five, a Marion and Chris Brown. Bro, you don't get out of here, man! You crazy? Uh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Therapist is like I said. <laughs> It's the canvas being painted over and over. It yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a different stroke. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I'll let you have it, Mike. I mean, That's he's fine. old soul. Like, we, we are old souls on here, but I, I'm rocking with, you know, if you look at the numbers. <laughs> if you look at the numbers. He's man with these numbers, bro. Who owns the masters? Just saying. Man, man, listen, man. Let, me, let me let you get into your fire session, man. Before oh. you big up the podcast, before you tell us what we're doing great, tell us what we're doing wrong. I always start with something positive, man. Oh, you one of those? Because I always I do the negatives. I do the nah. both edges first, and then I end with the nah, positive. It's always it's always value price value. Remember that. Oh, take here that. you go. You mark Take ahead, take that right. wherever you want to go. It's value. Say it price, again. Value. Say it again. It's value price value. I ain't mad at that. Go ahead. 
You know what I'm saying? So what y'all doing is tremendous, man. Y'all brothers started something from the ground up and just bringing a perspective and each different person brings their own knowledge and education to it, right? I, I love that about that. Y'all just putting a platform for two people that came from nothing, came from the struggles. You know what I mean? Uh, one of your episodes, I don't know if it was seven or eight, y'all was really talking about deeply y'all lives. That made me drop a tear. Something, some things that I didn't know about. And I know y'all for years, neighborhood therapist and Mike. I knew y'all for years, and I didn't even know that. It made me feel like, damn, am I a bad friend? <laughs> because I ain't know this. Is am I am I a jerk for not asking, or am I or or am I supposed to not ask? Right. Mm-hmm. It was. It made me conflicted with myself. You know what I'm saying? But what it did was it it brought a platform to really get to know who you guys are. You know what I'm saying? And y'all bring different and y'all ask questions that people. Are too scared to ask both of y'all from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Mike will say it in the more of a uh, respectful, religious manner, you know what I'm saying, where no one can get a fan. You're just going to do it from a street perspective, you know what I'm saying? Slap them up, and, and it is what it's going to be. It is what it's going to be. And you, I, I love that. And I say, damn, that's what I'm talking about. Somebody's going to get mad. Not me, though. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Not me, though. Keep going. Because I want to know those questions. I want to know. Speak on it. I want to hear you. What do you got to say? Um, so I, I just I love what y'all do, man. That that is the value that y'all bring, man. Here here comes the price of it. You know what I'm saying? The the what what could cost you? You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 get it. Let's get it. Let's get this syndicate. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 put this in the forefront. We need stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? And y'all been dodging a couple of debates. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to say which ones because I know y'all probably going to maybe get to it this season. No, 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 no. you here now. You know what I'm time. saying? You probably... What debate are we dodging? Oh, man, you dodging the spiritual debate versus church debate. Okay. You're dodging, you dodging that. <laughs> you, dodging, you dodging that with, like, like... We did that episode three already. Nah, you didn't go in. You touched it. You t- you, you did this. You kind of scraped over it. You didn't really go in okay. as people want you to go in. You know what I mean? Okay. Science versus religion. You didn't go there. You didn't go there. Whoa. You didn't go there. Both of y'all, y'all no. didn't go there. You didn't go. We didn't really get into how black people get themselves in debt being stupid. We didn't get to that yet. Yeah, I'm going in. Right. You know what shit. I'm saying? We ain't, we, ain't, we, ain't, we ain't touched that yet, but we will. We will get there. And, I, and that's why oh. I, I want to give y'all that, that kudos. Like, yo, but, but get to it. Don't just play with it. Mm. Really, just smack them in the. You respectfully might be, you know, do it in a respectful, <laughs> religious okay. manner. You know what I'm saying, respectful manner. But you, if you're gonna do it, punch them in the face with that shit. Knock their ass out, like we 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 would do. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, we want answers. You gonna answer me? You know what I'm saying? That that's what I want to hear. So I, I I really do love, you know, black men misunderstood. I, I I love this man. Like even the first time I just the first episode, I'm like, oh, it's going down. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like, yo, this is this is great. This is great because you know, even ending off at the last season, you know, with with the marriage thing, it made me go, okay, that's a cool perspective. You know what I mean? And, and it, it made me respect that. You know what I mean? Even even further, we're just from a, a different side from like your sister uh, might be. You know, just hearing that someone who's strong enough to take on that and still be something, mm. you don't see that every day. You know what I'm saying? And she sacrificed her personal life for you to have a successful one. And not too many people, that's a sibling, would do that. And I have to say, yo, I respect the, I respect that to the fullest. 
and yeah, man, that's that's what I want to say, man. I'm you know, I'm not I'm not done with the fire session, you know. What I mean, I ain't really saying, you know, I wore the occasional, hey. you know, what I mean, I, I wore it, you know, what I mean, here but, for it, man. Appreciate it, hey, hey, hey. Hey, advocate, we we ain't trying to run away from the conversation. You know, look, I'm gonna tell, tell you like this. You know, you know, you gotta do stuff a certain way, and and, and, and that's the only reason. Like, trust me, you know, people want it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Therapists can attest to that. It's coming. Man, listen, listen, listen. Forget all that, man. What other topics that you talking about? You gave me two topics, fam. Well, those are the two those are the two topics you need to get to. I mean, all right, easy, else? easy that's not money, really easy, easy money. It's not really easy because those are stuff. That's tough. Listen, that's tough. They're, those two right there, just science versus religion and, and, and spirituality versus the Christianity European Bam. one that everybody's brainwashed about. I I hit this on even even with even even going back further. With now we're getting into some other shit, but even going back further, with even the Democrats enslaving us, right? Oh yeah, you want to go? You want to go? I was trying to dodge this. So well, now, so what you you're, you're talking about? How the Republican Party is really the Black Party, and how yes, 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 oh, use my no. language. Yes, uh, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, what I represent, you know what I'm saying? What okay. I represent. What do you mean? What did you represent? The black Republican, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they're Republicans, Black Panther Party, Bobby Seale. So, so since we're already here, I mean, I know this is the music episode. So yeah. for the world to hear, yes, you're okay. You're okay with saying you're a plow black Republican. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Mike, how do you uh, do we go into this? You want to back out, bring him back in for a political episode, or you wanna what are we doing, bro? I'm gonna let you take I'm gonna let you take Hell the helm, yeah. bro. Wait, look, look, look. <laughs> I'm just saying that this that episode coming down the line, but mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give a little sneak peek of what I was gonna say. Come, come, come anyway, sir. You can be a Republican all you, you want. I am a Democrat myself. I'm just gonna say that out loud. Oh, but 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 no 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 no. But here's the thing I would like to say is preface to the a future episode coming 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 this season. don't don't keep yourself in a box or those two parties in a box this is how i like to think about it people think democrats are one way and republicans are one way but the true fact is there are different democrats and different republicans that fit in a whole bunch of different shapes of boxes right of mm -hmm. so so when it comes to choices this is what I'm saying. That's Choices, speak, uh, particularly um, candidates in the highest position in the land in this country. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to look based on party lines. I need to see the ethical and what's the other word? Looking for everyone, not just some folks. And I feel as though we we got to the point where people only see one or the other and don't see both because in my honest opinion, this is my honest opinion. Now that I'm looking back on it, older now, George Bush wasn't as bad as a president as I thought the oh, way I was. Raised. All right. Yo, 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 let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yo, all right. All right. So, that man right there, bro. Oh, no, no, no. This man, Mike. Listen, man, 
I would agree with you from the Republican Party. We're going to leave it at that. Oh, Which George Bush are you talking about? Yeah. Which George Bush are y'all talking about? Because both of them, both of them. And I'm, that's Look. all I got to say, because I'm in Texas. I can't say too much. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Daddy, I ain't going to say that about. The son is a different animal. I can talk I can talk on certain stuff away. Yes, he's a yeah. different animal because he won't stop lusting after Michelle Obama. Man, leave me alone. This is the music episode. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right, let's bring it back to the music, though. Listen, yeah, yeah. hey. I want to appreciate you. I want to give you your flowers while you're here, brother. Yes, sir. Appreciate yes, everything sir. you're doing in the music industry, the gems that you're dropping to these young folks and even the older folks that don't have the game. It's truly, truly appreciated. If other people don't give you your flowers, don't worry about it. It's real ones that see you and realize, see real lives. Yo, that's a fact. Yo, I appreciate that, man. Mike B, neighborhood therapist. I appreciate y'all having me, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all do, man. I'm looking forward to see what happens the rest of this season. This is gonna be, I know it's gonna be fire, man. I know it is, man. That's I'm just waiting. Like everybody else, I'm a I'm a I'm a fan, supporter. You know what I mean? Whatever I y'all need, let me know. All, all for right, it. All right. Any final things for the listeners? Anything you want them to take away from this episode or just anything in life in general? Uh cliche. I'm gonna get this out the way. Don't give up, right? <laughs> cliche. <laughs> So cliche, <laughs> fucking hate that. Excuse my language. I'm sorry, you can bleep that out. So, oh so, no, 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 no. The neighborhood therapist cursing on here all the time. Oh uh, yeah, no, nah, cool, <laughs> you know, you're good. You know, yeah, but um, you know, that's so cliche, right? Don't give up. But just um, you know, it's, it's it's when you get to a certain point, there's a king's disease, right? That I like to call it. It's it's the it's not the job of a commoner to understand what a king go through, mm. right? See, you know. Yeah, the king does wear the crown, but it also comes with a guillotine as well. Absolutely. So mm. be so when you do this, you know what I'm saying? When you feel like you've almost reached the top of the world, just just remember why you started. That's that's really why that's why I really remember why you did it. Because either A it made you feel good or it gave you confidence or it helps the people that you love around you. It, it, whatever your reasoning is, whatever your pillars of life is, always that. And there's always somebody trying to, you know, get through your castle walls that you built and you must defend it. This game is not about trolling in this industry. It's not about trolling. It may make it seem like that, but it's not. It's just about defending your ground. Always remember that, you know, so stay persistent, you know, stay humble and blessed, you know, and, you know, go after your greatness, to be honest with you. So how are we gonna follow follow up on that therapist? I'm like, I'm, I'm, and then I gotta go next with the marketing and mental health segment. Like what the? F- all right, brother, that was deep. First of all, let me just tell you that, okay? Yeah. Man, sure. I don't know how you want me to follow that up, but I'm uh, I am going to attempt. I really am going to attempt because I know the listeners really like the marketing and mental health segment, okay? But I'm gonna apologize. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that up, okay? So this is what I'll do it with. The best take of the music is the 70s. And the great OJs from the 70s. Okay? Don't let money ruin you. You make the money. Don't let the money make you. 
I'm gone. So, all right. You meant to help Tim. All right. I get you. I get you. I get you. So, marketing tip of the day, focusing on the result. So, a lot of people may may try to fight me on this. I'm like, why focus on the result? The thing is, when, when I mean focus on the result, you need an end goal for certain things. So, in marketing, how much market share do you want? One. Two, how many products are you trying to sell? What's the growth percentage you're trying to have in the next couple of years of your business? So, focus on the result. Find why stuff was working well for you and, and use it, reciprocate it, use it again and make it better than before. So it's easier the next time you do it. So focus on the results, y'all. A, it's the same thing with music. We go listen to our, the people in the past, you know, and make better music for the future. That's what I'm saying. There's timeless music in every decade. Y'all yeah, make all right music. <laughs> I'm gone, man. Love is love. Make love, not war. Jersey to Texas to everywhere else in between. See y'all. Yes, sir.